Welcome to the Josie Claire Show, bringing you real conversations about business and life to help you overcome your success blockers. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform you're listening or watching this on. And also go give me a follow on Instagram, Ms. Jill Sinclair, Ms. Jill Sinclair, and find me on Clubhouse. I'm Jill Sinclair on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is an awesome new app, and basically it's like this with more people involved. It's a two-way conversation. Now, this episode is being brought to you on February 9th, and guess what? It's my birthday. Oh my gosh, I love celebrating my birthday because I didn't celebrate it much as a kid because of the shitty childhood that I grew up with. So happy birthday to me. And I'm super proud to say that I love celebrating my birthday. Okay. Getting to the theme today. The theme today is setting boundaries. I've had DMS in the last little while from men and women saying, Jill, I don't know how to set boundaries at home and in my workspace. So first of all, let's look at what does setting boundaries truly, truly mean? So setting boundaries is setting guidelines, rules, or limits in that, that we create to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for others to behave towards us. So basically what that means is we're setting our boundaries. We're setting our guidelines for other people, how to treat us. You know, you've heard that saying, you get what you accept. And it's absolutely true. And I wish people would just break it down to the simplicity of that. You get what you accept. And if you continue to, to accept bad behavior or continue to allow people to step over your boundaries because you haven't shared what those boundaries are, then shame on you. You've got to be able to step up and stand up for yourself. So the biggest thing with setting boundaries is self-awareness. Now, self-awareness is the understanding of what will you no longer tolerate? What will you tolerate? You know, what is a deal breaker for you in a relationship? Now, Dan, the gentleman, or one of the gentlemen that asked about setting boundaries, he said he's a new father and he wanted to uh, be able to set boundaries with his wife because they're both working outside of the home. And they've got this new little baby, eight, eight months old now, and they haven't had the expectation conversation. Now, what I asked him was, Dan, do you work from home or, or do you work, you know, at a job or, or are you an entrepreneur? And he said he has, he has a job, so he's working for someone else. And I said, okay, tell me something. Do you have a very clear job description? He said, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what I need to do, what it needs to be done. I said, okay, so what about your home life? He said, well, what do you mean? I said, what about your home life? What expectations do you have in your home life that you and your wife had had a very clear expectation conversation around? He said, we haven't done that. I said, okay, my friend, you need to do this. So I implore you to have that expectation conversation. And you know, some people are going to poo-poo this and say, Jill, you know what? You should just flow with a relationship. No, you shouldn't, you know? And, and I had the understanding of when you're wanting something more out of a relationship and out of yourself, you share that with your partner, you share that with your spouse, and then you can both share that together and grow stronger in that relationship. So an example I gave to him in regard to personal was my guy and I, John, when we first met and we, we pretty much knew it was love at first sight, which was amazing. And what he said to me at the time, it was our second date. And he said, look, I, I really like you. And I really see this going somewhere. Uh, a couple things I have to mention. He says, I've got a son that I usually spend Saturdays with, and then I'm studying every day of the week from Monday to Thursday. So I cannot see you during the week for the first while until I finish my courses. But the, on the weekend, we're going to have to decide one or two days to, to visit or, or, you know, have some romance. And so I said, 
oh my God. I mean, what do you think I thought? I thought, holy shit, this guy is such a great communicator. He set the expectations. So I wasn't sitting there wondering like, what is he doing during the week? Is Why hasn't he called me yet? But he also set the expectation of he would call every single night at a specific time. Now he is in finance. So he is, he loves to be by the book and by the rules. And I'm more of, you know, by the seat of my pants, as you all know. So for us, that worked so well because the expectation conversation was brought up at the very beginning. Now that we're living together, and we are the forever couple, we've had the expectation conversation about what goes on in our household. So who is responsible for what? You know, are we eating dinner during during the week? Are we eating dinner on the weekends together? What does that look like? And again, you know what? Who's going to clean up after ourselves? Just small things like that. And we then avoid every conflict that a lot of couples have because we've already had that conversation. So again, having an expectation conversation, if you will, like I said to Dan, if you have a job description of what is expected of you in the house, then you're not going to have the, the, the regret on that. You're not going to have hold someone, you know, uh, to a, to a different standard because you haven't shared that information with them. Now, one thing I did share on clubhouse the other day, when we were talking about this was sometimes what we do is we fall into our partner's boundaries, but not our own. So when we fall into our partner's boundaries, well, what does that mean? Well, all of a sudden we're just living by their rules and not by, by ours. And then guess what? We start to hold things against them. And then we start to get our, our little panties in a knot and that's not a healthy way to be, think, to, to be at all. So what you want to do is have a communication strategy with your partner and make sure it's absolutely clear. So those triggers, are not going to be there all the time and you're not going to to you know hold someone uh, accountable to something that they have no idea on. So again, it's all about that communication and knowing your limits. So what are your limits? What are your limits uh, that maybe you grew up with or maybe you didn't grow up with, with any limits like myself? You know, I, my limit was, oh my God, well, no one really cares about me. No one cares what I do. And so I didn't really have a lot of limits. And, and so for me, I was a pretty wild kid because that's my way of acting out. So as I've grown in, into adulthood, I don't have, have those tendencies to, to act out. But what I do now is, is I do like to have some parameters of, of expectations because then I know what, what I should be shooting for. And some people again will say, no, you shouldn't have expectations of your partner. Well, no, I believe you should, but communicate them because if you have expectations and it's all in that cute little head of yours, but you don't communicate it verbally, then how do they know if they're hitting the mark or not? Because again, I'm not that person that just wants to slide through life and not get better with age, not get better as I grow older. I want to make sure that I'm held accountable to me, to Jill Sinclair. Is Jill Sinclair being the best she can today? So again, looking at the job description you have at your work, or even if you're an entrepreneur, you know what you need to do. I don't know whether you're doing it or not, but you know what you need to do at work. So what you have to understand is, okay, so what about at home? Who does the laundry or are you, do you, do you take turns doing the laundry? Do you do your own laundry? And then you, you look at other things more personal, like what about your phone? Is your phone, is it locked? Is it password protected? Do you trust your spouse? If, if your phone rings and you got your hands full of chicken guts or something, you know, and do you say, oh babe, can you, can you grab my phone for me? Are, or are you protective on it? Do you have that trust? And now we're going to take another step backwards. If you don't have that trust in a relationship, 
what the hell are you doing in that? You know, you're going to have to really review who you're being and who your spouse is being. Because oftentimes trust, it, it comes from, it's been broken at some point and it could be either side's fault. But anyways, looking at the trust, are you trusting that relationship? Does your partner know your PIN numbers for your bank? Or are you still hiding that? Is, is there something deep inside you that is still not trusting that person? Because I'm going to tell you something right now. You need to get that out in the open. You need to have that conversation saying, hey, babe, you know what? I was crushed in the past. I, I've been taken advantage of multiple times and I have some trust issues. And you know what? You don't have my bank number because I, it's not like I don't trust you, but I kind of don't trust anyone. So can you help me with that? You know, and when you come to someone with that level of humility, if you come to someone with that level of, of, you know, Hey, I need some help with this because I do want to get better. I do want to trust you. I do want to have that trusting relationship because you're my forever, you know? And, and again, being open and honest and vulnerable because what you need to do is put yourself in their shoes. If someone is hearing that you're not trusting them, how is that going to make them feel? They're going to get their backs up and they're going to get all defensive and you don't want to have that conversation. But again, say the expectation and have talk about having a life map. Let's have a life map conversation about where we see ourselves in five years, where we see ourselves in 10 years, where we see ourselves in six months. I mean, we're still in the middle of COVID here in different areas. Well, in the entire world, really, except for maybe Australia, you lucky mites. That was really brutal, brutal. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so what we want to look at is is what kind of um, standard are you holding for yourself, and what kind of standard are you holding for your partner and those other people in your lives? Because again, people are going to learn by your example. So if you are leading with humility and you're leading with vulnerability, then that other person is going to be much more open to share with you exactly the same way. But if you're leading with, with aggression, if you're leading with blaming, if you're leading with all those negative emotions, then it's not going to be a very good conversation. So uh, what I suggested to this gentleman the other day, on Clubhouse was, was having this life map conversation and talking about what your goals are. Are you even on the same page? Do you want the same things? And guess what? It's okay if you don't want the same things. 100% fine if you don't want them. But here's the thing. Is your partner going to support you emotionally with the things that you want? What is the expectation there? Hey babe, you know what? I want to be able to kind of do a brain dump with you maybe once a week just to kind of get some new ideas out. I, I don't, I don't want your opinion on this. I want to be able to broadcast so I can kind of sound it out. You know, are you cool with let's do that this Thursday? You cool with that? Yeah. Okay. Well, guess what just happened? You have laid down the parameters and set the boundaries for what that communication is going to look like. Because remember so many people, they want to be heard but no one really wants to listen. And those people that are listening to you, they want so desperately to put their opinion in there. But when you preface this conversation with saying, Hey, I recognize that I'm just having a one way conversation here. I recognize I'm broadcasting right now. That's how my mind works. I need to get it out of my head onto the pavement, as I say, and then that's how I sound things out. And then some, you know, I've already prefaced this conversation with my guy and they said, so you don't want my opinion? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want your opinion on this thing. Uh, I just want to be able to sound this out and, and put this out there to the universe. And so I can kind of complete this in my head. And then there's other times where I'm like, I want your opinion. He's like, you want my opinion? And I said, I a hundred percent want your opinion, no matter what it is. Because remember when someone's asking for your opinion, oftentimes do they really want your opinion or do they simply want you to agree with them? 
because that's most often the case. So again, become honest with your, your, with your communication with your partners and with your children, with everyone that's living in your home and make sure you have that expectation conversations. Maybe it is in regards to the dishes. It's so funny because we talked about this the other day and the dishes is such a huge thing in a lot of households and it's such a simple fix. So say, hey, you know what? Uh, this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm gonna do the dishes. Whether there's three or 300, it's on me to do the dishes on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You cool with that? Awesome, Jill, that, that's fabulous, okay. Well then, can you take the, the Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday? or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, right? And then, you know, the other person would be more likely apt to say absolutely because we're working as a team. Now that might sound like, okay, well, Jill, it's kind of like more mechanical and it's scheduled and it's this. Well, why wouldn't you want that? Because guess what? Then you're not going to get at loggerheads. You're not going to um, have this aggression against someone else because they haven't fulfilled, you know, what you thought you might've hopefully told them. Well, no, it's actually not on the calendar. And, and everyone, I'm sure you've heard this, if it's not in your calendar, it doesn't exist. So again, if you have a, such a clear, clear job description at work about what you should do, why don't we have this at home? Why aren't we valuing our home life more than we're valuing our work life? Because our home life without love, what do we have? What do we have, right? We got nothing, we got nothing. We've seen that with COVID and how it's destroyed a lot of families with the death and the sickness. So looking at your home life, let's have some set clear boundaries and clear expectations. So the first thing to do with that is just in a loving way, say, Hey, Hey family, Hey spouse, Hey, whoever that is, uh, let's book an expectation conversation about what's happening in the house. Because I know sometimes we're, we're kind of holding and we're at loggerheads with some things. And what I want is I want our lives to be more fluid. I want us to get along and I want us to understand and not hold things against each other when, you know, we're in that, that naughty headspace where we're not sharing things, but you know, we're holding grudges against our spouse or against our kids but we've failed to, to communicate with them what our communication standards are and what our expectations are. So again, communicate with others, be very, very clear with that and never assume, always have an expectation conversation because clear expectations will eliminate resentment. How many people right now have resentment in their lives? A lot of people do. So that is going to eliminate that resentment and saying, it's not fair, it's not this, it's not that, right? And the whining and the complaining. So what you wanna do is just start that conversation and make sure it's open and honest and vulnerable. So again, setting boundaries, it's all about you. It's all about what your limits are, what your standards are and sit with yourself for a moment right now and understand what are your limits in, in your relationship? What are you not trusting your partner or your children with? That is really something that you need to look at yourself because without trust, what do we have? We've got to build that trust back up and build that love back up. All right. So as always subscribe, rate and review on whatever medium you're listening or watching to this on and follow me on Miss Jill, Sin Ms. Jill Sinclair on, on uh, Instagram as well as Jill Sinclair on, on Clubhouse. Oh my God. I can't even get this out. I'm so excited because it's my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. It's my birthday. Okay. You don't want to see that. You don't want to hear that. I understand that. So again, go subscribe, rate, review on whatever platform you're listening or watching to this on. And we will come back every week being me coming back every single Tuesday morning. This episode drops. Remember, share this with your friends. This is all about helping you become a better person. All right. Happy birthday to me.